Hey, busy business people. I'm here today with another entrepreneur taking action, Edward Vanderklein. He built a global reseller network across nine different countries from his bedroom. So I want to find out how he created a program unlike anything I've ever seen before, scaled it into a global business, and did it all from his home. Edward, to kick things off, like, I haven't seen another program like this one. Can you tell me a little bit more about it? Like, what is it? Who's it designed for? Hey, Christina. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for um, uh, for hosting the podcast and for for letting me have a, um, a little time with you here. Really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Edward van der Klein. Um, I'm, I'm the head of international partnerships here at Blam. We're, we're an international partnership program. We help people start their own digital marketing agency. So um, it started back in 2015, and um, really our mission was uh, to go out there and help small businesses make money from the internet. Um, we found that, especially in small to medium-sized business land, your, your mom-and-pop businesses, um, you know, the smaller companies that, um, you know, your independent retailers, your independent restaurants, um, you know what, they just don't have a lot of time for this. And, you know, these are hardworking people that do 60, 70 hour work weeks. Um, you know, they're the first ones to get to the business. They're the last ones to leave. They're in charge of everything. Um, and, and, you know, the reality is, you know, sitting behind a laptop uh, is just not their thing. They're operational. They're, they're working their business. And um, oftentimes... They're, they're a little bit scared of technology. Um, so we found um, a real passion for, for small business owners because we're small business owners ourselves and we understand their, their problem. Um, and then what we realized that, you know, building websites at scale, um, especially on the sales side, was, it was going to be a bit of a challenge. Um, so what was going to be the best way to grow our, our business? Uh, and it was to consider franchising. So... Um, and because we didn't want it to be as in a traditional franchise, you know, with, um, you know, where where one of your franchisees would take on your brand, we really wanted people to have their own brand. Um, you know, it became the partnership program that it is today. So, you know, you get started with Blam, um, you get a full back office with web designers, app developers, marketing managers doing SEO and pay-per-click advertising, social media management, you get all the tools. Yeah, all the kit, everything you need, all the training that you need. Yeah, where we met, a digital marketer, so that we're certified partners with them. So you get all the training um, and literally you can be sales ready within 30 days um, without having any prior experience with running a digital marketing agency or business for that matter. Um, and now, what, nearly, nearly six, well, just over six years later, um, 300 partnerships later nine nine different countries um and we're we're on our way to um yeah to big things we're, we're just about to scale we're just at this level now and you know we, we still consider ourselves a bit of a startup you know even though we've been going six years um because this yeah. is this is this is the next level from now onwards um so yeah very excited to be here and uh, thank you very much for sharing yeah i mean that's definitely a really unique strategy so like you're not just teaching people how to have a digital agency, 
you're providing the, you know, the people and the strategy and the execution that they need to get stuff done. Right. So they're not having to go higher. Is that right? Or. Yeah. So, so you'd expect, a, um, you know, a partner, you know, maybe 12, 18 months down the road to hire maybe someone to help with um, telemarketing, you know, mm-hmm. um, you know, do some, some outbound outreach. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You might expect someone to hire someone on the admin side just to handle the initial client onboarding. Mm-hmm. Okay, because there is a bit of work to be done in terms of gathering up the requirements f- from the client and then pushing it into our system. But we've systemized it. You know, uh, for example, I mean, you know this, a, a website brief can be quite complicated, can be quite laborsome. You know, you can get, you can fall into the traps of over-servicing clients. We've systemized oh, it. Yeah. We've I systemized think every it. agency I have ever talked to has that problem because it's exactly. like one of my companies we do outsource content for agencies so i'm meeting new agency owners like all the time and i mean that's they're constantly over like over you know delivering on stuff they'll sell a website for like two thousand dollars and end up doing what should be ten thousand dollars worth of work it's always <laughs> over budget it's always out of scope you know and they don't ask like, the right questions know, and it's and it's not it's not conducive to the client yeah. So, so remember, we, we're talking to small to medium sized business. Owners, and this is a key, key aspect of our business, I think, is that the, the small business owner hasn't connected the dots between the digital presence and growth within their business. Yeah, I, they, just, they just don't understand it. They don't know what tools there are available. And in their mind, you know, and this is even pre, you know, pre smartphone, in their mind, that's complicated and expensive. Now, what are small businesses? We know what small business owners are interested in. They're interested in two things. They're interested in making money and saving money. And so when we talk about connecting the dots is if you can present yourself, and and that's also the beauty. You're not coming in as a functional web design person who within, within a few minutes bores the pants off the client. Right. Yep. This you're talking. You're you're someone who wants to help a small business grow their business using digital tools, but you're talking about how you can help them find more customers and get customers to spend more and get customers to spend more often. Now suddenly, this business owner is getting super excited, right? Yep. And it's like, okay, what what do we do next? What do we do next? And then you say, well, we've got a program. We've got a number of different programs. I've identified one for you. Yeah, and we can probably get you started for as little as a hundred dollars a month. No upfront fees for design. It's just a whole compressed package into a monthly recurring fee, right? But because we've had the conversation about how you can help them grow their business, so they can see the value. Yeah, I did it today. Yeah, this is a lady who is a holistic, um, yeah, you know, sort of uh, um, psychology expert who um, charges. Uh, probably the equivalent of $150 for a session. And really the minimum you should have with her is 10 sessions. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she hadn't figured that out yet, by the way. Right. So my consultation is about how, how, how she productizes her business. So she, she suddenly now has an average lifetime value or a small, a lifetime value of the customer of $1,500 per customer. So I said, how many customers do you think you can handle in a, in a, in a week? And then she said, well, I could do five a day. And I said, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. 
how about maybe we can do two a day? Would that be more realistic? So by the end of the week, you've got 10 customers. And then by the end of the month, you've got 40 customers. Oh, no, it's not going to be that many. Oh, well, there you go then. So if we can make this work with maybe 15, 20 customers a month, how much is that worth to you? Great. Well, if we can get a website with a booking system to provide that for you, yeah, for around 150 to $200 a month, you know, with a booking system built in, would that be worth it? I mean, she's going to go, yeah, why not? Where can I sign? What am I going to do? Yeah. yeah. Right. If we've got the content available, we can get it started. We can get you up and running within 10 days. Where would you like, no. you know, yeah. Can I take your credit card details, please? <laughs> and that's the process. I'm not talking yeah. gobbledygook and, and tech speak. I'm talking their language. I'm showing them how they can get customers using the website. And, well, then and, beyond that, you know, there's some people who understand the language, but on the flip side, now you have to deliver it. And I talk to a lot of agency owners that something as complicated as a website with a booking system, they don't have, they don't know how to build it, you know? Right. And it's like, you're, you're giving them those resources to help them build it. And, and, and we want more people who are interested in growing a business and then want to become that that techie person in fact that we we do get inquiries from people in the tech world and we always like brace ourselves a little bit because here we go here we get the list of a million questions when frankly you know you're you're you're, you're missing the point here this is about you know we want you to have anywhere between 25 and 50 customers in the next 12 to 18 months yeah how many mm -hmm. customers do you think you can sign up right and that's the question because otherwise it's not going to be a good fit we don't want. I mean, I mean, the way that we monetize is totally based on the volume that a that a partner produces, right? We have an initial fee for the partnership program, but then ultimately it comes down to how many websites they can sign up, you know. And that and that's that that's that's the beauty of our business. So we're we're ready to scale. We're ready to go a thousand partners and a million websites. Bring it on. Mm -hmm. Now building that many sites for people and helping agencies at the level that you're helping them, like that's got to have some pretty unique challenges internally. Like what kind of obstacles are you having to overcome as far as your own staffing and like things along those lines? Well, it's, it's actually, it's the same thing. It's over-servicing. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously we have an inbound, um, you know, support system, a ticketing system, tickets come in and, you know, mo most of our, partners are not that technical um and so the, the questions tend to be you know um at, at a certain level right mm -hmm. uh, but then you know you build frequently asked questions pages or the the website have help pages in there so we've built a resource center um that that is obviously has got you know 20 years of of our knowledge compressed into that we do um a weekly training session on a monday yeah which is usually um, uh, sales uh, specific, sales tactic specific, which we did today. Um, mm -hmm. Today's topic was how to get how to 10x your business in one meeting. All right, which is all about smart networking, finding people who can give you many introductions. Um, but then on a Wednesday, we usually have more of a product led um, uh, meeting. So we, we, we have all our partners in a what we call an inner circle private Facebook group. Um, and and so they, they come they come to the live sessions in there, um, so so this this Wednesday so we've built our own business management system which we call Blam Connected, um, you know all our resources in there our support system is in there, 
Um, it's a CRM and a booking system as well. Um, all the invoicing and, and um, subscriptions are based in there. And um, yeah, uh, I mean, so so we've had to build that from scratch because that wasn't literally that literally wasn't available. Um, so so a partner will come fully kitted out with their own uh, fully branded website. They have a uh, a briefing page where they can order a website, an app, um, an SEO service, a pay per click service. Uh, they can buy domain names um, uh, set set up with. Uh, emails, uh, and also order graphic design services and blogging services. Um, but the, the the product range has been expanding lately, you know, because obviously our business was actually only started out with websites first. Then we started adding apps, then and then only fairly recently we started adding in digital marketing services and social media, because fundamentally that's not really our expertise so we've always had to buy it from outside but we've now got enough volume to be able to hire in-house services and that's really important because um that there are challenges with with um outsourced uh, solutions mm -hmm. people have you know it's their business it's not our business and the profit margins then usually are um just not good enough you know, to 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 spend. You know, at the end of the day, it's not not enough there to spend enough time on it. Do you see what I mean? It is all about billable hours at the agency level. It's all about billable hours, and we're in the affordable category, right? We don't charge a big upfront fee. You know, um, you know, we we've got three SEO packages, and the most expensive one is three hundred and fifty dollars. That's outstanding. Yeah, and 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 the partner makes a profit out of that. And we make a profit out of that. So that's amazing. That is, it's a real, but it's a real challenge, because yeah. you know, get, getting a full time SEO professional, and not an intern that you train up to do it. Please don't do yeah. that. Yeah, because that never works, right? Because they just, but well, it just doesn't work, right? So you need to have a professional. Now these people are hard to come by. Right, they're in high demand at the moment, and if they don't have their own business to actually come and work for you, there's got to be a real incentive there. So, but that's the thing, you know, we're we're growing, you know, and getting someone who's at a stage of their life where, you know, they've tried to be self-employed and they can't really handle that, or they've tried the big agency, and they're fed of the office politics. Blam is just the ideal place right now because they can develop their own department, um, and we found someone like that, uh, which which was really really good. Um, and then he made the introductions for the Google PPC, right? So he's found his own team, and that's what you want. You know, you want you want people to develop from within your own company. Um, and you know, we're we're small enough where that still is a, a thing, you know. And and hopefully, we we don't really want to grow massive headcount, you know. And this is what we talked prior to we prior to before starting the um, the call. You know, although we've grown in headcount over the pandemic we've actually reduced the size of our office, you know, uh, due, due to a number of different reasons. Um, you know, ma ma mainly our government here in the UK, not giving very wise guidance about mask wearing. Um, we were forced an extended period of uh, house isolation, um, yeah. ironically, during Freedom Day. Like, there wasn't Freedom Day for <laughs> us. But uh, do you know what I mean? So, you know, I've not been in the office for five weeks. Yeah, the CEO has been on holiday during that period. 
man. Yeah. And the business is growing. Yep. So it's it that's the business that we wanted to create. It's a lifestyle. I can go away on holiday for two weeks, yeah, and the business will be bigger when I leave, but when I come back. Yeah. And that that's the beauty about about creating a business like this is that, you know, uh, you know, and it's it 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 has this platform now where we can scale it without having to massively, massively grow in size. I mean, so you talk about the challenges, it's the same as as most um, agencies and web design agencies, just be very, very, we call it be ruthless with your time. So we have a list, we have a list of core values that everybody has next to their PC. And you know, when you find yourself answering the same question twice, it goes into frequently asked questions, right? If you can create a Loom video explaining that particular issue, create the Loom video, with with the partner's consent in the video if you can and then publish it into the resource center notify mm-hmm. everybody in the inner circle to say that this is what's happened you're likely to come across it yourself yeah or be ruthless with your time if it generally is a, it's a non-issue you're entitled as an employee to tell the partner this is a non-issue because even if you don't know the answer or the, the partner keeps on yanking your chain about it, it will escalate to either myself or the CEO. And we're going to tell them that it's a non-issue. You know, <laughs> it's like you don't need to worry about You'll never get asked this question by the client. So yeah. we, we call this uh, painting seagulls. I don't know if you've heard of that phrase. Mm-mm. No, yeah. I hadn't heard of that one before. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's it's actually from a sales training called Sandler, Sandler training. That I've heard of. Yeah. So there there is this story about this this little girl who's created this painting, and and when she submits it for review, her art teacher insists on saying like you should have see, painted seagulls, and then and then the father says, but my daughter didn't paint the seagulls. Why, why, why should we pay? I mean, she didn't want the seagulls in there. It's her picture. Why, you know, and it's like the requirements sometimes do not, there is no need for that. Right. And for us to be able to publish a website within 10 days. Yeah. With no upfront fee. Yeah. We've got, we've got to, we've got to get the minimum requirements to publish. Our platform allows you to publish a website and you've heard of this pl- platform before. Yeah, it has two D's, a U, and an A in it. Yeah, <laughs> it, it, you can publish it even just as a theme, and then you can start adding content. Mm-hmm. Right? It it just it, it it's that's what it is. Uh, although we do we do you know, and obviously we do this at scale. So, we, and we right. do this from 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 a brief as well. So so the end product is a fully customized website, but publish it. There's no way. There's no reason not to publish it. What's the point of having a a, a website in development when you can publish it? Because you know nobody's going to visit it unless you tell them that somebody you know you physically telling you that the website is live. That's when somebody's going to visit it. It's not optimized yet that you're going to get hundreds of thousands of visitors pointing out that your website's not ready. So publish it. Yep. Yeah, and that's the different mindset. Most web designers want it perfect. Now we believe, and you've heard this before, that perfect is the enemy of 
Yeah. Speed, speed, and speed loves money. So you, you you want to get it up, get it get it up, and then and then the and also because we you know our packages are monthly recurring. Guess what? Another hundred dollars is going to come out of their account. Are they going to supply you with content? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Are they going to supply you with the images that they promised you? Yeah, you betcha, because that hundred dollars is going to come out again. And that's the thing, you know, if you've got this traditional, oh, it's going to be $5,000 for the website and we'll charge you, you know, a third up front, a third halfway through and a third at the end. We never get to the end. Yeah, or they do the milestone-based billing and you can't ever get to the second milestone or the third milestone, whether they're trying to avoid the bill or just got other priorities. Yeah, You can't complete a milestone. It's not scalable. Mm -mm. And, And so, and sometimes... You know, and we teach our partners this as well. The customer isn't always right. You know, yeah. Frankly, the customer has no idea. If they knew what they were doing, and they had the time to do it, they'd be building their site on Wix or Squarespace, or, you know, um, Shopify. But they don't because mm-hmm. they haven't yet. Yet, right? So, yeah. or is- if they did, it was tragic. <laughs> Most of the time, yeah. And, yeah. and this this is why I believe we've got such a massive opportunity. I genuinely believe we've got 20 years of massive growth ahead of us because mm-hmm. smartphones have made people go like, ooh, ooh, wow, yeah, as opposed to, oh, I don't know how to type. I don't even know where the on button is. They know how to use this, right? Yeah. And then COVID, sadly, is everybody who's been denying themselves a digital presence that can monetize, most of them are dead now. They're just gone. Those businesses have left. Yeah. So, so there's a huge, and the ones that have, you know, managed to survive, they're hanging on. Please, can I have a digital presence that you know, that where I can where I can sell something? Well, I mean, it sounds like you've done a lot of really cool things. So it sounds like stuff maybe even you didn't realize was as cool as it probably is along the way. Like you started with a web development company, and you sat back and asked yourself, how can we make this scalable? And I think that's one thing I see people miss a lot is they, they start working on their businesses and they're like, okay, what's my barrier? You know, they never ask themselves, what's my barrier to scale? Once you asked yourself that question, you came up with a very creative answer. You came up with franchising as a web development company. Like that's not something I've ever seen. I mean, it may be out there somewhere, but I've, you know, been in the web development world for 15 years. I've never seen anybody take that approach. Most of us go the route I ended up going and being like, well, I can't make enough money off of websites alone. So let's go and let's be an agency. And you try and learn all the agency stuff and you end up going to a bunch of different ways. And then a lot of them end up walking away from websites altogether. Instead, you embraced it. You said, this is our core competency. What can we do differently? You know, you looked at, you know, things to onboard clients in a way that a lot of people don't think about, like doing the resource libraries, having the regular, you know, training events, creating a community for your clients to congregate, making sure you're staying in touch with them on a regular basis, like stuff that is just part of your day now. Mm. Like a lot of business owners, they're not doing that kind of stuff. They're not, I mean, creating a community for your clients, like, wow, you know, they'll do an FAQ section maybe, but having a whole community where they hang out and doing regular events and stuff for them, that's like next level stuff. And then being creative with your hiring, being able to go find people that, you know, or will build their own departments. That's a whole other challenge that you're conquering as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of really good stuff in there that I hope our audience kind of picks up on. 
Well, the thing is, it's also realizing that, you know, we, we have a passion for business. Yeah. So both Grant and I have a passion for business. Um, you know, Grant comes from a graphic design background, but, you know, really, really wanted to be a business owner. Um, you know, I come from a, actually a hospitality and catering background. I fell into marketing and sales, um, you know, um, had this moment where I thought, well, how do I increase my income? Um, you know, I come from a background. I have no formal education. I, I, I flunked out of high school. So the, the hey, high school the, dropout here too, dude. I dropped well, out my well, senior the, well, year. Well, this is it. So, um, <laughs> and, and we can, we can go into that into another session, but, but the, the thing is, you know, I was always going to have a limit in terms of why, what I was going to be able to earn in, in like employed, you know, payment. So I read Rich That Poor That by Rich, Robert Kiyosaki, like him or not. A lot of people don't like him. I, I don't frankly get, I didn't know any better. Then I got involved with um, um, network marketing. I'd never heard of network marketing. I thought it was great, you know, but then, yeah. you know, I get all these other people telling me how, how stupid it is. I got, I still am friends with people from that time. Yeah. That's a long time ago now. I'm kind of moderately successful, but I got the personal development bug from that. Right now, all of that shaped then, you know, I bump into someone like Grant. I tell them my goals and aspirations and you go, well, let's do that then. It's the first time that ever anybody's ever said to me, that is possible. If I, if I sat in front in, in, in a, in a, in a job interview and I said, I wanted to earn, um, you know, $150,000, they, they go like, well, you, you won't be earning that here. Well, then, okay, yeah. then I'm gone. And they go like, what are you not here for a job? Now I want to, I want to have a, you know, I want to earn a lot of money. So, Grant was the first one who said, "Yeah, let's do it." And I was like, "Okay, let's do it. What do we do, right?" And then, and <laughs> so, so yeah. some. And most well, people now you're out doing that for other people. Like you're helping other exactly. agencies build exactly. their businesses, and they're helping people build their businesses. And it's like you just went a whole other level with it. So it. It needs to come from a passion to help people, and and that's what I always learned. Um, you know, as long as you're helping people, it's genuine, and. You know that, that that's what we do. So, and you'll find that from all the testimonials that you'll see on the website, um, you know, and on the YouTube channel, everybody got like these guys bend over backwards for us. And that, yeah, and that, well, and that, I did see that. I read through a lot of your testimonials on your website, and it was impressive. Not only what you've done, but you could hear the change in the testimonials. You know, it's like I'm reading through them, and you're changing lives. Yeah, you know, and, and you stay true to who you wanted to work with. You wanted to work with small business owners. And a lot of people, when they get into web design or get into agencies, they end up being told you can't work with small business owners. I was told that, but I don't know how many gurus in my space that I couldn't work with small business owners that they can't pay you enough to make it worth it. And you can't work for the people that you want to work with. You have to go for higher level, big companies. Otherwise you'll never reach your own financial goals. And instead of listening to that, you made your own. And I think another cool thing you've done is like, not only are you helping with like a lot of people go into teaching, you know, when they start kind of going a little bit more, not necessarily the franchise model, cause that's unique, but you decide like, I'm going to resell my services to someone else or whatever. You either go like knowledge or you just go with execution. You know, you become outsourced talent, which is the direction I ended up going, or you go knowledge based, which you see a lot, people selling courses and certification programs and things along those lines. You did both. Yeah, it's the implementation. It's actually it's actually something that Ryan Dice said in a, a in one of the traffic and conversion keynotes, um, and I remember making a note of it in my book, and I use it all the time. 
It's about, um, so, and, and this is what we teach our partners is that when you sit in front of the business owner, you can assume they don't know where to go. Yeah. So you, you've got to get them to lean in because nobody wants to feel stupid. Right. And, um, for, for them to say to you, I need help is actually that, that is, that is the, that is the moment you're looking for. Um, so show, show them, show them stuff for free. Show, show them, you know, do the free consulting bit, which is what everybody tells you not to do. Yeah. yeah. Is that everybody tells you don't do free consulting, but if you make it part of the process, yeah. And if we lose the CVJ, it is, that is the process. Yeah. You, you, you give something away for free on a lead magnet. Um, you take people through engage and then into subscribe um, and then convert is where you do a 73 point audit, right? We use it verbatim. And we get our partners to use it verbatim because it works because you build a bit of trust with this, with this business owner and not everybody's going to sign up. Not everybody's going to sign up. It's just part of the process. And if yeah. somebody says, wow, I want to find out a bit more, then you make your recommendations. Yeah. And it, not everybody's going to close, but you realize that. But if you make that part of the process, it'll become that little machine, right? And you will be signing up customers and anybody can do that. Right. If you're willing yeah. to follow the process. So um, we, we take so just to go back to what you were saying earlier, we take a lot of guidance from franchise companies like McDonald's, like McDonald's mm -hmm. took chefs out of the kitchen. Yeah. You, I mean, do you think the owner of a McDonald's franchise is a good cook? Oh, probably not. Probably not. But he's a good business person. Right. Mm -hmm. And everybody who works in the kitchen in McDonald's, there are no knives in the kitchen. Right, so you take that you take the core skill away, so you're you're reducing your cost base in terms of producing the end product, but you're actually making a really affordable meal, which by and large is acceptable when you're talking about McDonald's. Yeah, who doesn't <laughs> like the McDonald's? But um, it's, it's not great food, is it? At the end of the day, um, now we so we've got this perhaps a really bad example because we do create a fantastic end product yeah and we do it in an affordable way but it doesn't have to cost that much right so we're still making a profit even if we're selling at a hundred dollars um you know starting yeah. fee and then I mean, you still thing. create something that gets the job done and you define the job as getting more business getting more customers exactly. like you define the job as the right thing where like a lot of web development companies it's about delivering a website that's the job you looked past that and you said, well, a website that's not getting you new business isn't the end product. So it's like, you know, I think McDonald's is a great example just because it gets the job done. People that are looking for affordable, relatively tasty food, you know, that's the job. So it doesn't have to be like a $10,000, $20,000 website. If somebody's goal is, you know, just a booking system, to be able to get more leads for her one little practice, like that's the job. You do and, that job well, and, that and changes their lives. Yep. <laughs> I absolutely <laughs> love it. Like this is one of those things people need to rewatch this and rewatch this and rewatch this. Like if you're struggling to scale your business, like all this stuff that Edward's sitting here doing, guys. I mean, it, there's so many pieces to this that you're just gonna have to rewatch this and dissect that you've got to do in your business. It's just brilliant. Like there's just so many pieces of it. Well, I know I've been keeping you talking for like 30 minutes. So like, let's wrap it up a little bit. Sure. Um, 
do you have any advice if somebody else is being told you can't do this, you're not good enough? If somebody else is struggling to scale, especially if they're an agency, since that's who you help a lot, like what advice would you have for them? Well, um, I'm still on a journey myself, so I'm perhaps not in a, in a good position to do that. Um, We're all almost, on journeys. Nobody's at the end. Yeah, we're not at a, so uh, I'm still learning every day. Um, you know, still being challenged um, every single day, and that's the thing. Just be open, uh, open-minded enough to um, to accept the challenges. You know, they're going to come. Shit happens um, all the time, and um, you know, just and and kind of keep working on yourself. That that's been that's been kind of an overarching theme. Um, you know, with, with this whole journey with Blam, um, that if you keep working on yourself. You, the, the only thing that's holding you back is you right yeah. and so and especially when you're when you're a freelancer or, or you're self-employed you are your boss your own worst boss but also your own worst employee oh and, that is so true and and it's it's that so and we've all been there and you're not an accountant yeah and and somebody's told you at some point make sure you keep your receipts but you forgot why, because, yep. you know, uh, 12 months, 18 months into your business and somebody says you need to do a tax return. You, 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 yeah, right. You admit it. You're stuck. You didn't, you didn't keep your receipt. <laughs> you didn't keep, you didn't. Yep. Yeah. And I found that out the hard way as well. Yeah. But that, that comes as part of a business, you know, and the business isn't you. I found this as well. The business isn't you. The business is its own entity. You're just looking after it. So yep. there are certain things. There's there's probably probably three things you need to be good at, and you need to face up to that. You really need to face up to that. Number one is sales. Number one is sales. It is something you need to be good at. And and you know throughout my whole journey, that has been always my goal. I want to become a good salesperson, right? And I've I've been not. I didn't even know the connotations against that. I. I, I, my sales journey started in knocking on people's doors, literally domestic dwellings. Hello, I've got a subscription <laughs> for. Uh, I've got a hello, hello, boom, another door shut. Like, I'm a nice guy, so why are you doing this to me? What, you, like, you know, I'm just I, what I'm trying to explain myself here, but this is what you end up doing. You're saying to, well, why do people do this? You find out that most people don't like to be sold to. Yeah. So learn, learn the process. Yeah. Learn that it is a process because you do a hundred doors and you might sell something. The fact is you gave up at seven. Okay. So get good at sales. The second thing. So there was three things I said. Yeah. The second thing yeah, is, is it, it isn't all about you, right? It isn't all about, you don't have to do everything yourself. There are people who are willing to help, right? So get every resource that you can get from your local business community, right? Go and join a business networking group as a, as a start. Yeah. Go to the chamber of commerce. Yeah. Go to find yeah. people because the, the funny thing is if you end up failing, which is very likely you will, you will end up there anyway, because, because the citizens advice bureau is, is directly related to the welfare office. Yeah. Which is directly to related to the office. That's going to help people start their business. So these are the same people. Right now, yeah. I had to find out. I had to find out the hard way, right? I've been through that whole cycle and felt like an absolute dope. Like what you know, 
And, you know, so I don't want that for you. And the third, the third thing, yeah, you need to face up to your relationship with money. You need to face up with your business is all about money. And look, whichever part of the spectrum you are, yeah, whether you're on the capitalist or on whatever side you are, yeah, if you have a passion for something, business is the quickest way for you to achieve those goals. And business is about money. You cannot help other people if you cannot help yourself. If you if your business sucks from a money perspective, your high and mighty pious goals are worth nothing. Sorry, that was a brutal truth, but it is. You know, so you No, it's a powerful one. I mean, so yeah. many entrepreneurs are out there to try and help people. And at the end of the day, if you're the one that's doing ninety percent of the work in your business, you have no time to help people. If you're giving away too much time trying to help people, you don't have any money to help people with. And it's like, you know, we see all these gurus doing these big things. Like I was on a thing that Pedro Odeo did, his little event that he did. And at the end of it, like, I think he charged something like 25 bucks or something. I forget what it was. Some small monetary amount to be at his two day or three day event. He donated every bit of that to a charity at the end of the thing. He didn't keep any of the money. Donated it all. So if you want to have that kind of impact, you know, I think he donated something like $80,000. Yeah. And the something. relationship with the relationship with money thing is a big thing. It really is. And yeah. look, I'm still, I'm still on my journey. Very much so. I've recently purchased Happy Money by Ken Honda. Would highly recommend it. It's 99p in the UK uh, on, uh, on Kindle at the moment. But that book could literally be worth millions. Because once you start re- your relationship with money, uh, improves then you, you you will you will see it in a much better light yeah and um i didn't even realize i had a my relationship with money sucks but yeah i probably did because i didn't have enough of it you know and that's the thing <laughs> i know you know it, it kept disappearing all the time so there must be something wrong there and it's you yeah that's not everybody anybody else's fault because literally there is more money in the world than, than you can shake literally can shake i mean some people have lots and lots and lots of it yeah Mm-hmm. And they might be a little bit boring, but I mean they don't care because they got lots of money, right? And you you might be super clever and handsome and wonderful and great, and you've got all these great intentions. We've got no money, so and that's that's for the, and some of it's not your fault, yeah, because it's been sort of indoctrinated into you. Um, but you need to recognize that, right? And it's in the, in, the, in the little things that you actually say in relation to spending money and so i've i've just launched a challenge two month challenge yeah and it's called arigato money which is from ken honda yeah and so for Mm -hmm. the next two months whenever i talk about money whether it's money coming into my life or coming out of my life i'm just going to be help going to be happy about it right Mm -hmm. because previously when i had bills to pay oh my god i was not a nice person right (laughs) it's like not that again oh you know you want you want that for your for your room or you want that and it's just not healthy, right? Yeah. Me, me, you know, actually spending that money that I'm getting something for that in return, which is a happy child, yeah, or you know, a roof over my head or food on my table. That that's awesome, right? And I paid for that. How wonderful is that? Tax? Do you like paying tax? <laughs> yeah, that's a tough question. Yeah, would you like to pay more tax or less tax? Oh uh, yeah. Everybody wants to pay less. That's kind of the goal is to pay no taxes if you can. 
Exactly, but if you say you want to pay more tax, well, guess what happens? You earn more. It's really bizarre, but when you suddenly start thinking of it like that, bring on the tax, guys. I want to pay millions in tax. Guess what? I'll be making millions as well. That's the thing, yeah. right? That definitely sounds like a good read to kind of change how you think it's about money. Yeah. It's unbelievable. And, you know, I've only just figured this out reading the book. And I, do you know what I mean? It's like, and when you listen to yourself talk, it's unbelievable. I'm doing it to myself. The reason you don't have any money is because of the way that you talk about it or think about it. It's nuts. Yeah, I think one nuts. person said you develop your relationship with money when you're like really little. I forget the age. It was like toddler age. And they're like yeah. just listening to your parents and like your relationship with money starts way back then before you even really have any parents just listening. Parents yep. argue about money. They indoctrinate that that nightmare into your into your psyche without you even realizing it. So yep. read the book. And this guy is a legend. I mean, he had a traumatic experience when he was ten years old. I won't tell you because it's kind of given away the, the the big reason the book. But you've got you've got a. This was horrible. And this is in Japan, where you know, I mean, in America, you go bankrupt maybe three times in a lifetime, right? So it's mm -hmm. kind of normal now. In 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 Japan. It's like that. That is shame upon you and your family, right? So, um, well, you have to read the book, and that. Yeah, that, I'm definitely so going to pick it up. Yeah, it's it's just it's just incredible, you know. And then his his whole being now is to help people have a better relationship with money, and and it's it's yeah, it's it's kind of emotional when I'm reading. It's like, oh my god, this is literally, you know, my whole life to date has been about that. And then you pick up one book like that. And it, and that's because you kind of have to be humble enough to say, I don't know everything, right? I don't know it yeah. all. I think those are probably three of the best tips I have heard in a very long time. And it does just sum up like a lot of the problems <laughs> I hear over and over and over again. So I love it. But that's why I love business. It's the best school. Oh, it is. It absolutely is. I've learned so much every day, every week, every year, more than you ever would just working a normal nine to five kind of job. It just expands exactly. your horizons. You know, you know, I think way. as well, Christina, the fact that you said that you're also a high school dropout, I think that makes you more open to, mm -hmm. to, 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 to embrace it in. Because I think once you've gone through the educational system, you kind of... Yep. You become less. I don't know whether that's a thing because I've not been through it, but you kind of you get stuck in your ways a little bit more, and that's yeah. what. Oh like. no, you absolutely do. I've talked to people that say they don't even like to hire kids that come out of college and stuff because they have to spend so much time like and untraining them <laughs> before they can actually teach them anything. It's like the people who've just gotten in the trenches and learned. I mean, it's like, I've kind of got both different angles. Like I did the high school dropout thing and then I ended up going back and then making it through college and did my two years that way. And I didn't like what I was doing every day. I, I did the thing. I did the college thing. I got the job. I was making the good money. I was sitting in a cubicle. I had all the benefits. I had all the things, but I wasn't happy. So I started teaching myself to do stuff on the side and realized I just wasted over two years of my life mm -hmm. in college when I could have just dove in and learned the hard way and i did you know graphics design web development all that i taught myself all of it yeah. it's like then my son comes to me um at the end of last year and he's like halfway through high school he just got done with his 10th grade year and he's like i am wasting my time because you've told me basically you know college was a waste of time for you that you don't you don't use that degree anymore he's like 
did high school do anything? And it's like, well, I mean, you need the paper that says you graduated. That's helpful. Yeah. It's like, is there another way to get the paper? I was like, well, yeah, you can get a GED. So he actually opted to do that. He dropped out of high school's 10th grade year. He's well going into the 11th grade year. He's going in a couple days to get his GED. And he's back here working behind me at the moment. Um, (laughs) Producing podcast episodes. But I mean, it's just going a different route. I mean, it's like being open to not all paths have to be the same. Exactly. Exactly. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. If you want to wrap things up. um, Yeah, definitely. Thank you for being here and doing this today. Well, thank you for inviting me. My my name's Edward van der Klein. If you want to check us out, go to blampartners.com. That's B for Bravo, L for Lima, A for Alpha, M for Mike, partners.com. And I'll have that link anywhere you're watching this. So these episodes will be all over the place. So wherever you're watching this from, that link will be somewhere near the video. Um, So definitely check it out. And then entrepreneurs, this is your call to take action. Join our community at etatoday.zone and figure out how to build a business that enables your lifestyle instead of taking over your life. So see you again next time, guys. Bye. Thank you.